welcome to Go and Tell with Two Girls in a Bible. I'm Kim and, and I'm Jennifer. We are here with our good friend and word nerd, Teresa Johnson. And the word of the day is Theophilus. Which means? Which means? Go ahead. It means friend of God. Friend Amen. of God. Yes. yes, we love it. What are we, we going to be talking about today? We Kim? are going to be talking about hope. 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 Okay. Hope. And I just kind of want to start it off with a devotion that I was reading this morning. And we're just going to go on from there. And it says, do you ever find yourself longing for something more? Wondering if there is more to this life than what you're experiencing? Do you hope for something deeper or more meaningful? You are not alone. Scripture says that God has placed eternity in the human heart. All of humanity is longing for this deep connection and seeking to satisfy the empty cravings of their hearts. You see, God created us all with this longing within us so that it would bring us to him, the only one who can save our thirsty souls. So with that being said, ladies, let's let's um, elaborate on, on that. Yeah, yeah. So what are some of the things that... Um, well, the question that you said, Kim, was, do you hope for something more? And I, you know, I can look back at my life and say that I think the moment, and isn't there a scripture tree? So you probably know the scripture, I, but the word says, um, hope deferred makes the heart grow weary or something like that. There's a scripture that says something like that. So I think there's a certain part of us that is always longing, always hoping for something, um, years ago, uh, in 2013, when Two Girls in the Bible was first planted into my heart as a seed, I I definitely had a hope to be able to share and do what we're doing today. Yes. Right. So, yes. and here we are sitting here and we're doing this. And today, I ha- what do I have a hope for? I, ha- I have a hope to reach even more people, but I have a hope for my daughter. Right now, it's to graduate high school. Lord, could you get us through high school? You know? <laughs> yes. I mean, that, but that changes. Yes. But that changes all the time, you know. And you know, but you, there's a lot of people out there who have a little, a little bit of hopeless, hopelessness this time of year. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And you know, and I would just like to emphasize that um, there is hope, and there's hope in Jesus because He's constantly knocking at the door of your heart, and He's wanting to enter in. And all you have to do is accept that invitation. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's it's a. It's a feeling. You're like, well, what, what does that feel like to me? Yeah. It's that longing to have something more. And when you go to the Word, in the Word, it says in Revelations 3.20, and this is from the Message Version, it says, Look at me. I stand at the door. I knock. If you hear me call and open the door, I'll come right in and sit down to supper with you. Conquerors will sit alongside me at the head table, just as I have conquered just as I, having conquered, took the place of honor at the side of my father, that's my gift to the conquerors. And it says, are your ears awake? Listen, listen to the wind words, the spirit blowing through the churches. And I, I just love that. Because, and that's the message translation. Yeah, the message translation. Yes, it is. And it just, it just, you know, it made the word, it makes the word so personal. But, but you were saying, what about those people who 
really are feeling hopeless this time of year. Maybe yeah. they've lost their loved ones. I know there's so many so many people out there who have lost their loved ones or even their jobs. I mean, COVID exactly. changed our world in the last two years. It's, it's so a big idea. difference. So much. Um, but I really love something that was uh, sent to us. And Kim, I think you were the one who sent it to us. And you had something to say, uh, Teresa, about what she sent to us about the batteries. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, there was a few things about that um, with the batteries, about the, that affection and um, of people in affliction. There was so much that was said there. And I had actually started looking up some scriptures on hope when you were speaking um, the scripture here about where we as conquerors will sit. I had just quickly written down what to conquer something means that you are in a battle. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. many of us at this time of year are, it's, it's hard yeah. whether we've lost someone and this is our season of first, mm. this is the first time without my husband, this is the first time without my child, this is the yes. first time without my mother, this is the first, it's so hard. Um, and of course my heart working mm. with parents of prodigals, there's so many of us who do not have our children at home. Yeah. Um, they don't want to be there. They have canceled us. We live in a cancel culture today. And, and, and um, so many so parents many, have had yeah. children who have canceled the subscription to their parents' lives yes. for the moment because we do believe they're coming home. Um, but I had a scripture for the hope, um, which I found in, in Romans 5, starting in, um, I think it's like verse 3, which says, We exalt in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but also exalt in our tribulations knowing that tribulations brings about perseverance which means keep going right yeah and perseverance proven character and proven character hope yeah and verse five says and hope does not disappoint because the love of god has been poured out within our hearts through the holy spirit who was given to us yes spirit of god this Holy Spirit of God dwelling within us gives us hope yes. to continue to persevere. Tomorrow's coming. Yeah. So yeah. there may be morning in the evening. Yes. But that joy that Come only on Jesus can give us yeah. is coming. Yeah, good. Yes. It's coming. And it's coming through the trials. Yeah. As we conquer the moment, we get up tomorrow morning, we put on our lipstick, if that's what we do, and we get outside, we get out of our pajamas, and we get out of bed, and we get going. Yes. And we continue. And you don't. And you know, even as, as and Christians. Hope really, as, that means confident assurance. Yeah. Beautiful. We're confident in Holy Spirit, in Christ, in the hope that we found in Christ. Because really, in the body of Christ, no matter what's going on in your life, mm -hmm. if you can just turn out the loudness, mm -hmm. turn down the chaos, and hear, like Kim read in the scriptures, hear what God, with the Spirit, what, what Jesus wants to say to your heart in the middle of your depression right. in the middle of your anxiety yeah. god quiet this fear in me god quiet this depression for a moment because i need you it's that heart cry mm -hmm. that's and that and and the response to that heart cry from him to us is always confident assurance mm -hmm. because although we may not in in second uh, timothy 2:13 it says even if we are faithless, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. Amen. 
So that faith corresponds right along with the hope, my confident assurance that Christ is with me. He is not going to leave me. He is for me. He is not against me. That confident assurance allows me to put my hope in the right place. So when you're thirsting for more yes and you just kind of feel that it's like there's something missing yeah and you know it, so maybe that longing for more and the unquenchable thirst that you experience throughout your lifetime is actually the feeling and the sound of jesus a no caller sorry guys <laughs> leave it to can throughout you your here. lifetime is actually the feeling and the sound of jesus knocking on the door of your heart yes that desire to want more you the know, desire he, to want yeah, more. the desire the to want more. The unquenchable thirst that yes. you kind of feel like you were describing. Yes. It's like, what is it? Yeah. What is it and that I'm missing? What is that song goes? Take me to the king. Take me to the king. Run to the king with your sorrows, with that yeah. desire, that desire to want more, that quenching thirst. Lord, I'm thirsty, and your word says that you, if I drink of you, I shall never thirst again. Which, that's what was welling up in my heart as you were teaching or speaking that scripture that the woman at the well was yes. welling up within yeah. me. Yes. When mm-hmm. she is longing for a totally different life. Yes. And she is at this She's, well. You know, five and husbands knows, in. And she knows that yes. there's something more. She's yes. just waiting for that coming Messiah. She's Look, a she's five husbands in, she's avoiding her community. Avoiding them. Because they talk about her. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't say anything nice about her at all. And uh, she finds herself late in the heat of the day at this well. And, and a man speaks to her. And she thought, this is impossible in the first place at this this man would speak to me a Samaritan she felt like the lowest of the low on the earth she was the rejected of the rejected she absolutely she was was. outside the Samaritan village which they were the rejected village because we've talked about this before that they were they were not considered 100% Jewish so the Jews kind of went around the long way to avoid them yeah and then she was the rejected one of the The rejected rejected ones yeah they all felt better by putting her back down yes you know um, and how often do we have that in our mm-hmm. life? That there's somebody in your life that is constantly putting you down mm-hmm. to make themselves feel better, mm-hmm. to build themselves up, that you become the stepping block or the doormat mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. And but it's that longing for something more. So even if you're in that situation and you're longing for something more, that is the time to cry out to the one who loves us the most. That's and I'm going to read what, yep, I, what, what I sent to you said. guys uh, about the batteries. And then I want you to elaborate on it, Teresa. Okay. It says, when a flashlight grows dim or quits working, do you just throw it away? Of course not. You change the batteries. When a person messes up or finds himself in a dark place, do you cast them aside? Of course not. You help them change their batteries. Some need AA attention and affection. Some need AAA attention, affection, and acceptance. Some need C, compassion. Some need D, direction. And if they still don't seem to shine, simply sit there, sit with them quietly and, and share, share your, your light. light. So um, I know that you, uh, it's that spoke to you. So Teresa, you know, what did you, what did you get from that? Um, well, I got quite a bit actually out of that. And I, to be honest with you, I had to sit with it for a minute and I had to ask, I had to look at it again and again and again, because when I read that, I thought everyone listening to it or reading it is going to come at a different approach because we're all at different places exactly, together. Yes. And so I had to get, can we pause right there? Yes. 
We're all at, what did you say? Different places together. We're all at different places together. together. And isn't that so true? Oh, okay, that go ahead. That is such... I know, I had to that pause. Is such a, that is such a good word. I know, she, you know, sometimes the things that fall out of this woman's mouth. Yeah. I just have to pause sometime and really soak it in. Yeah. We're all at soak different places. Yeah. Because that is so together. true. Because yes. we, as a group right here. Yeah. To we're all about, at different you know, places. We're all at different places. Right. Together. Because we're all going through different things. Yes. yes. Okay, go ahead and continue. I just had to pause her. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so when I got out of myself and got into the word. Right, because yeah. I had to get out of what I was thinking about it and get into what God was having to say about the situation. Yeah. To everyone. Yes. Because when I read it, I, of course, I thought that I would think of a specific person and that yeah. each person would think of their own person and God thinks of all of us. Yeah. Right. So I went to um, prayer, and the first thing God gave me was Matthew 25, which is um, 31 through 46. But it's a little long, but truthfully, these are the words. Um, okay, read it. Here's the thing. The only one qualified to judge people, he will. And he will do it like this. And these are the words of Jesus, Amen. which we find um, in Matthew. Again, it's 25, 31 through 46. Matthew and 31 through 46. 46. You can read it on um, your own if you which want. Which just starts out when, um, this is called the judgment of the Gentiles. So we're going to jump down knowing that Jesus Christ is talking about what's going to happen. And we're going to jump down to 34, actually. And he says, um, the king will say to those on his right, he's separated, by the way, guys, the sheep from the goats. That's what's above the scripture. Come, you who are blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. Naked you clothed me. I was sick, you visited me. I was in prison, you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you a stranger and invite you in or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Truly I say to you, to the extent that you did this to one of my brothers, You did it unto me. Even the least of them, you did it to me. And then Amen. he will also say to those on the left, Depart from me, accursed ones, into the eternal fire. This seems harsh, but this is Jesus saying these words, Which is prepared for you. Prepare for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry. And he goes on to say, you did not do all of those things above. You didn't feed me. Listen. You didn't clothe me. You, you didn't, didn't clothe me. me. Mark 12 yeah. and 31 says, love your neighbor as yourself. Hebrews 5 and 13 says, serve one another in love. And finally, Hebrews 13, 1 says, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Because you said, even if you have to sit there. Yes. with your own light because they refuse to shine no matter if you've given them that attention the affection the acceptance the, the compassion, compassion the, direction, or the direction and they're still, still not deal. getting it they're mm -hmm. still not listening oh that you know you can me. sit there with your light especially yes. if you are seasoned and able to go get some new batteries yes you can be there with them 
And sometimes you just you're do called. run out of words. You're called you're to be called. there with them. Just just be the light. Yeah. That's what you can you're do. You're called to be there with them. That's so interesting because you, as you were talking to me, you know, he he says that we're being transformed into his image. Into his image. Right? Yes. Little by little, step by step. And so I'm reminded, and I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about what God recently showed me about a week ago was that his relationship with me is benevolent. Which means which I didn't even know what that meant, right? When I when I heard the word benevolent, I just remembered a time, you know, 16, 17, 18 years ago when our church, a First Baptist Church of Estero had a benevolent fund, which meant they fed, you know, they used that money to pay somebody's light bill or whatever. But it's so interesting because that's what came to mind is God is benevolent with me like this scripture. I was hungry yeah. and he gave me something to eat. What did he give me something to eat? What does that mean for my life? For you. you know what that meant for me? Is that when I was so dead to myself, so desperate, longing for something more, which is what this all started with. Do you hope for something more? I was desperate. I was thirsty. For something different in my life. I was tired of being depressed, of, of taking medication, of going to therapy, of doing everything that I possibly could do, and left dry and scorched from the pain of my past. And here God was who showed me up, who showed up and gave me the water from the living well. He shared with me Christ Jesus himself, the benevolent God who sent his son to die on the cross for me. To give me a hope for the future. So he sent hope. He He sent sent hope. So basically, Jesus Jesus, in a nutshell, so to speak, is hope. Is hope, yes. He is our hope. And that is is why it's so important that when you feel that tug, that you recognize that it's Jesus and you know basically all you got to say is come in Jesus come into my heart that's that knocking at the door yes come in and I want to sit with you I want to talk with you and just pour your heart out to him because he wants to hear from you yes yeah and um oh that is that is just the bottom line of, of, of being a, you know we all feel hopeless at times yeah we all wonder what God? Why me? Why me? Why, this why is this to happening to me? We always we, we've all asked that question. Why me? Why did this happen to me? Why are things yeah. not going the way that? And and I, I think we've all go. been in a place where we've gotten the attention, we've gotten the affection, we've gotten the acceptance, we've gotten the compassion and direction, right. but it all amounts to nothing without Him. Without Him. And so, what is the light that I'm sharing with you, Teresa? What is the light that I'm sharing with the you? The hope of Jesus Christ. The hope of Jesus Christ. I'll never give up on you. I'll never stop talking to you about Jesus. Even though you're still blind to what I'm saying, I'll be here and I'll be the light until you can see clearly. Until your light shines. Until my light illuminates the darkness that's in your soul. That's powerful. God wants to multiply in other people what he's done in our hearts Mm. that's the hope of glory that's that longing for something more that we we can't even feel we try to feel it with jobs with positions with with time with relationships with with clothes (laughs) with jewelry i mean we can feel it with so many things but we're still gonna long for something more temporarily satisfy and they feel good but at the end of the day 
when you're going they're to temporal. bed and nobody else is around. They're temporal. Those old feelings. Yeah. Those things creep back in. Your yeah. hopelessness creeps back in. Yeah. And the they're only temporal. thing that can extinguish yes. that that pain yes. is Jesus. Yes, absolutely. Because he is the only hope. He's the way, the he truth, the and the life. He is the hope of glory. Yes. Christ is in us is the hope of glory. Amen. To lean on him, to to just extend and grab his hand yes. and say, yes. I want to take the hand of hope. Yes. The hand of hope. And, you know, and I just want to walk alongside you. I want you to sit at my table with me. I want to, you know, I get up in the morning sometime and I sit there and I look in my chair and I say, I'm having my coffee and I say, Jesus, it's time to have a discussion. You know, and I just, you know, pour my heart out to him on what is concerning me for that day. And you know what? I can almost honestly say that every single time, I, I can't say every time because sometimes, you know, we, I'm hanging on to, you know, I'm not letting him take control of the situation. But he's heard me out. But I can say that 98% of the time when I am truly pouring myself out to him and allowing him to take the reins that I feel that peace. Oh yeah. That shalom peace. I can say a hundred percent of the time when I'm letting go of the rain is the key. Yes. I feel go. the peace. So you know that two percent <laughs> a lot like of times you're like, to, you know, people will say it doesn't always happen. Well you know you haven't let go of the rain. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's like okay Kim, yes. just let go of that rain. And yes. you know and he says it to me. He's like, you know, can't do anything till you let it go. Yes. I need and to so. say something as somebody who's like me, which is kind of squirrel. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of squirrel. Maybe that's whatever. There's letters for things squirrel. for people like me, right? Squirrel. Um, but I do believe I, I need to speak to focus. Yes. I feel led to speak to focus because this That's is the time when, when we're losing hope. The enemy wants to get our focus on people that look like they got it all together. And those people never seem to look like us in our moment of hopelessness or despair. Mm -hmm. yep. The focus uh, is, is distorted right. because there's no person that's perfect that's and good. nobody has it all together. We don't know each, we dress cute or prettier when we go out. People do not, we do not look like our internal struggle. None of us do. Yeah, right. And so I want to speak to the, the person who's listening that's having that internal struggle that the enemy has been like, oh, look at this one and look at this one and look at this one and you don't oh, measure up so and good, you're not good so enough. Good. So good. None of that is true. All of that is a lie and you'll always have a friend with two girls in the Bible. That's a little soon. But I just want to tell you, whoever you are, not to quit. Don't yes. quit. Don't ever quit. Because God does not know how to fail. Do you understand? If you plug into him and stay and remain, just however you are is good enough right now. Stay where you are and remain. Phone a friend if you yes. can. But go to the word of God. He does not know how to fail. You just need to do you, boo-boo. Do what only you can yes. do and allow the Savior to do what only he can do. And that is going to be your match. And you know, if you don't I know where that. to start reading in the Bible, start with the four Gospels. Yes. Yeah. Because that is where Jesus is. And you know, that is where you're going to start see. with the words in red. Start anywhere. anywhere. Just start. But the Gospels is where Jesus, the first four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he's there. And it's a different account from different apostles. But you can see the hope yeah. that people, that yeah. he gave to people. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah. so I, I love what you I, yeah, I love, I love what you I love said. The focus. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Yeah, because we all have because a struggle. We do lose our focus. Yeah. I lose my focus sometimes, and I have to reel myself back in. And you know, and sometimes other people. But we all have a struggle. 
I mean, struggles that people don't see that yes. our exterior does not reflect what's happening on the inside. Yeah. You Jesus know, sees it. And he sees it. He sees it. He knows it. And guess what? He loves us through it. He does it. It's just the way He pays are. no mind to it. The man of Bethesda, you know, I sat in my mess by the pool. He sat in his mess by the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. Well, I sat in mine for 29. You know, but, but Christ paid no attention to his, his poverty mentality or his victim mentality when he said, well, I have no one to help me. And when I get close enough to the pool, someone steps over me. Uh-uh. He paid no mind to that. All he said was, get up, pick up your mat, and walk. Right. And, and he's then he said, you to let go of your victim mentality, ab- absolutely. your poverty mentality. And we can all do that, we see. Yes. And even if we have to lay it down minute by minute, hour by hour. That's it. It's okay. It's okay. It, you know, because there's so many times that I've laid something at the foot of the cross, and I went like, okay, it didn't happen fast enough. I picked it back up. Yep. And I carried it, and I was like, okay, I got to lay it back down. Yep. It's like, Jesus, here it is. Yep, here it is. You know, and eventually, you learn, you have to, it's a process, you know, it's not something that's going to happen overnight, and you're not going to be able to just lay it down, you know, you can, some people can lay it down and walk away, but most people cannot. It's a process. And it's a process. It's a process. Some things but, you're going to be you able know, to lay you, down. You, you have to, it's and it's like, it's, it's, it's like Teresa said, you have to keep your focus, focus, you know, and as long as you keep your focus, you can leave it at the cross. You can leave it at the foot of the cross. And, you know, you're going to find that hope at the foot of the cross. Yeah. And where where was it when, uh, um, in, I think it's in the book of Matthew, where the woman comes in and, and pours the, the perfume on his feet? You know, it was at his feet yes. that she found her peace. Yeah. Yeah. And, you and know, I, I think that's just so beautiful. And yeah. what does he say about her, Jennifer? Yeah. He Every says, Every time the word is preached, yes, yeah. her name will be, will be mentioned. Will be remembered. She will she never will be, be forgotten. She will never be forgotten. Yeah. But, you know, it was genuine. She said, she's like, I'm giving it all. I don't care what people think. And you know what? It was what? extravagant. That's, it yes. was. It was. Absolutely. That was a year's worth of wages for her. That's what theologists say. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm just going by what other researchers oh, say. Yeah. Exactly. But they said it's a year's worth of wages, that perfume was. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but coming back to the do you hope for something more? I hope what we have shared today, Kim, and I know that you have something to wrap up with at the end, but... You know, Teresa, summarizing everything that you told, if you were to just say, you know, if you hope for something more, do you hope for something more today? When we know eternity is in the human heart, what is the final word that you would say, do you think, today? Looking forward to eternity, what is the final word? Um, That is the final word. That is. That is the final final word. word. The hope of glory. Um, Today, and practically speaking, I I pray for whoever's listening. I hope you do want more. I hope you still have a dream in your heart, and I hope you intend to pursue it. Um, I hope that you know that you are loved and that you are dearly cared for by a father. And it doesn't matter if the whole entire world is against you. God is for you. And I hope you know that. So I hope you just don't quit, and you just keep dreaming, and you just keep going. Um, Keep up the good fight. keep, Keep it up. And that there is a good reward for you. I hope you know that. Yes. You keep going and you find that one that's hungry and thirsty. And sometimes, sometimes that one who's hungry and thirsty is you. So take care of yourself. Yes. And then find somebody who needs you too. Yeah. Because we're all out here. We're all out here and we all need help. Yeah. We all need each other. And we're all, what did you say? We're all in different places together. Yeah. I really love that. Do you hope for something more? If you hope for something more. Seek the one Mm -hmm. 
who is hope. And that's Christ. Jesus. Jesus is our hope. Christ in us is our hope. And he's not only our hope, he is hope for every single person in your sphere of influence. Everyone everywhere. Yes. So Kim, what would you like yeah. to close And we want to leave you with this about hope. If you only carry one thing throughout your entire life, let it be hope. Let it be hope that better things are always ahead. Let it be hope that you can get through even the toughest of times. Let it be hope that you are stronger than any challenge that comes your way. Let it be hope that you are exactly where you are meant to be right now and that you are on the path to where you are meant to be. Because during these times, hope will be the very thing that carries you through. And that hope is our trust and our love in Jesus. That is so beautiful. And that was written by Nikki Bannis. And so yes. we thank Nikki for that. Yes, thank you. Okay, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, we ask you to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And we want to leave you with this final word. You, you will always, always have, have a friend with, with two girls and a Bible. Bible.